In this episode, we will embark on the voyage to dissect and analyze one of the fan favorite mythical figures, Odysseus and his legendary 10 years of aging war in Troia and 10 years long journey on his way back home. But not all those who wander are lost. But you can bet Odysseus was. You know how you know your run was worth it. If you were just a man tricking the god of lies, if you are just a man laying down with the goddess, if you are so cunning that you ignite the wrath of Zeus, and if you go on casual visit to the underworld and chat with the dead, that's all written down in Homer's Odyssey. So tell me, Luca, how you imagine the antique island of Ithaca? Oh, and how you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing great. Uh, well, uh, let me just let me just say, those were some hell of a ten years uh, on the road, so to speak. Uh, waging war, uh, he fucked the goddess, you know. He he fought with the gods and but not the goddess with a big G. Yeah, uh, definitely. But uh, what a ten years! I think it's one of the finest 10 years of adventure you will find uh, in any fiction or mythology. Um, but uh, one thing that always fascinated me about uh, the Odysseus and his voyage, despite all these great things and bad things that happened to him uh, on his road, he was still so concentrated on that uh, one goal in his mind, to return home to his wife and son uh, and be just a common human being again i mean king of course but uh that goal stuck with him uh for entire run yeah so what do you think how would you describe uh odyssey it's is it romance story is it action story is it uh i mean it has a little bit of thriller in it or something uh well odyssey is odyssey is a journey it's a it's an adventure story in some sense it's a story of a man finding himself preserving humanity um tricking his morale you know preserving his morale in in the times of war in times of uh, facing these incredible odds that uh, this man faced because when you think about the Decius, and we had so many characters that resembled him through the years in the pop culture and everything <clears throat> you think about this is not the usual type of hero that uh, that was glorified during those times like uh he has a quality of a hero he is courageous he is uh, he's a you know a good warrior and he's incredibly smart which is uh you know his most uh, uh known uh trait but uh, he's not uh, for example his kind of antithesis to Achilles, because while Achilles is this uh, uh, rageful and uh, mighty warrior that just uh, resolves conflicts through violence, Odysseus will take his way with uh, diplomacy and even trickery if that's what uh, is needed to overcome the task. Yeah, he, he was not just the sample demigod of that antique poems and uh, stories. He, he was different than the others, you know. He was the grand grandson of the Hermes in the uh, mythological world of Greeks. So you have that 
person like Odysseus. He's not uh, glorified because he slayed some uh, lion, because he fought hydras, because he defeated the gods. Uh, he, he's special because he always uh, found a way to reach his goals. And in the Troy, when he fought with the Greeks, like the king of Ithaca, you don't have some special fights of Odysseus, but he, he's the minor character always in the background in some manner. Yeah. And when the crucial time comes, he comes with a plan and he's the one who basically defeated the Troy with the Trojan horse. And it's special because Odyssey, uh, I mean, Odysseus found a way how to reach his goals. That's what I'm trying to say. Because uh, all those other demigods, they were special because of some feats of strength. And he was special because of the feats of brain. Uh, yeah, and uh, that, that whole context that you mentioned in, in the thematics of Iliad and the Trojan War, because when you think about it, uh, Trojan War lasted a long, long fucking time. And they were at the ends of both, but the gates of Troy will not, uh, will not be destroyed by the violence and the simple uh, let's go and fuck them up uh, mentality. And that's, uh, that's so important, I think, because in the times of crisis, because that was sort of a desperation time when you think about it. And instead of shedding all this bloodshed, and trying this way that we didn't get our way uh, for the last how many years, let's build this Trojan horse and let's enter the, the, the Troy and destroy it. That's the genius of it. And it's funny because uh, that's kind of a villain move in some sense. You know, you would treat it like um, uh, that's something that the villain would pull off. And it's crazy how that works because Romans, because of that, uh, kind of hated that whole myth of uh, the Odysseus. Yeah, while in the Greek, he was idolized like a hero because of the obvious uh, achievements in the war. In the Roman culture, he was the villain. And desperate times, desperate moves. The things that man is willing to do because of love. Just like the Will Smith or yeah. the <laughs> Academy Awards. Uh, so, and after that, uh, Trojan War. You know, there was this way back home yeah. and he and his crew got lost. They were punished for his action during the war. So he was wandering the seas never to return home. And, you know, and that's when this incredible stuff started happening. That's when we saw, 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 see some sigma in <laughs> Odysseus, you know. Yeah. And for all, all the time, Odysseus wasn't truly lost. Uh, like a man he was. He remained Odysseus, same before the war, during the war, and after the war. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's interesting how Homer built those, because he, during the road, hits highs and lows, and at those lows, he does these things, like the Trojan horse, he does these things that wouldn't be perceived as the most honorable things ever, uh, if you understand. And on the way back home, uh, he did some things, like he cheated on Penelope with, yeah. of course, the goddess Calypso. But, of course, if if you refuse the goddess, <laughs> you will get fucked. No pun intended. Um, but those are the kind of things that he did. But even when he did all those things that weren't considered honorable or downright bad, 
he never lost sight at the point of himself where uh, he didn't want to return to Ilaka, where he didn't want to see uh, his wife again. Uh, it was always stuck in his mind. He will continue and continue to move forward until his enemies are destroyed. Uh, but continue to move forward um, until his goals achieve. And uh, that's one of the finest lessons, uh, finest uh, lessons you can learn, uh, I think, from the um, uh, story of Odysseus and his journey. Yeah, and uh, even when he was under that uh, enchantment spell of the Calypso to remain uh, with her until the end of his life for all the time, so there's that wish to to come back home that actually, let's say, away him from his spell. Because he whispers to the Calypso, I miss Penelope. And that's where that romantic aspect of the Odysseus come. It's just to go back home to his wife, to his kids. And, you know, in his brain, uh, his wife uh, was still the young, beautiful lady yeah uh his son was just a child of 80 years old if i remember correctly and then when he came back back home they they didn't even recognize him you know and just the dog recognized the odysseus at that moment and his son is grown man ready to fight ready to go into the world and his wife is encountered by the proposals and you know, and he he goes incognito, and he and his son kill eight hundred of uh, the man who wants to marry Penelope, yeah. and that's the some fucking <laughs> of love. Uh, but yeah, you remember that, uh, that, that because when he returns, uh, there's that archers contest, if if I'm uh, correct, and he he's in a disguise and wins it. But even then, uh, Penelope is not sure if he's uh, the guy, so to speak. Uh, so there was that uh, part where he, uh, where she said, "Move the bed uh, in my chamber," and uh, he constructed that bed. He so he knew uh, there was an olive tree down the, one of the legs, and that bed couldn't be moved or it would be destroyed. So. Uh, Man lost kind of identity <laughs> in some sense, but uh, uh, still he was him. And I think that that's the point uh, of all that story. But uh, remember that episode of uh, Greek mythology, phenomenal cartoon that we had, where they go on the sea and they enca- uh, encounter the mermaids or sirens. Uh, uh, that fucked me up as a child, to be honest, because uh, Little Mermaid from the Disney was this good you know, kind of cute uh, uh, girl, no no harm in her. And then you see the sirens in, in Greek mythology and they were they were so villainous, man. Like they, they sing song, song and they take you down the sea. <laughs> so it's crazy, man. Uh, what did you think of that episode? Tell me. Yeah, that's actually where you can see that uh, so-called heroes. Uh, so I don't know, he's a quarter demigod. Uh, can have a weakness because when all of his crew uh, silenced their ears so yeah. they couldn't hear the beautiful songs of the sirens who will eat them later. Uh, Odysseus, of all of them, couldn't hold himself. So, so he uh, took the rope yeah. uh, and uh, tied himself around the post and he just wanted to listen to the beautiful 
songs of the students. And he is one of the few men in all of fiction who didn't die afterwards. Uh, yeah, and th- th- that's an interesting point. He ties himself because he knew. He knew he would uh, give give up in, in some sense. So he knew uh, technically his weakness that at that moment he would succumb to the uh, to the power of that song. So I think that's quite quite interesting because you see this main main guy main character has some weakness and that he is willing to admit it. Uh, so I think that's that's a really important part of the plot, so to speak. And and no matter who you are, how strong you are, you know, beautiful things always drives you to action. Uh, yeah, and the, when you think about it, uh, like, uh, the Odysseus model was presented in uh, in the various form of pop culture. Uh, and the story, of course, of uh, Iliad and Od- uh, Odyssey was... Made series. Yeah, for many times, like Shikamaru, in, in some sense, uh, is... Uh, Odysseus of Naruto. Uh, I see there the the large. We talked about, of course, mythology on on this show, but I, I, again, I see that enormous influence, especially of Greek mythology, o- o- on write, writing today in every form of fiction, and not just form of fiction, uh, like life itself. Like that's the importance and underlying uh, just impact of these stories that is always amazes me. Yeah, basically, stories today have so much resemblance with the uh, antique poem, poems. And I think that they are, on some manner, they are recycled. Because you have these heroes who are all influenced by the demigods, by gods, Nordic, Egyptian. Even the Bible is recycled. We talk about that. Uh, uh, the, the Roman gods, I mean, basically, everything since then, it's the same message, it's just the different names. Uh, yeah, I mean, but we just kind of take that stories, take that ancient examples and, and just uh, improve them, make, make make some little twist on them. and But you always see those because uh, we can't create new in that sense. <laughs> uh, we're always going to look at our ancestors. Even if we don't want, we're going to always end up somewhere there uh, where they started and where they began writing. So that's why that part of mythology is fascinating. Yeah, because basically, even every time something new is made, uh, and I talk about art, about literature, and uh, you will make new, make new, make new, but so many people create things. I mean, there's seven fucking billion of us right yeah. now. There are almost eight million billion. So you will run out of new ideas. It will be technically impossible to make it. Uh, yeah, and uh, when you look, like you have always those copycats, like copycats in Marvel and DC. You had copycats in mythology as well. Uh, that's where you find it. Exactly, this character of Odysseus is a copycat in many forms of, of the cultures along the centuries. You know, it, it's crazy when you think about it because uh, Jordan Peterson always insists on that. And I think understanding that, because for example, in high school we uh, we read the Iliad, we didn't read the, the Odyssey, but we read the Iliad, and it was it was a poor understanding of these stories, in my opinion, because you just treated them as this 
old texts and not the 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 foundation these characters of Achilles these characters of uh, Menelaus of uh, Odysseus of Hector you didn't treat them as this foundation for everything we will write in the next thousands of years you just treated them oh this is an old text and we have some influence on it and that's good you know that kind of pisses me off is and I want to talk uh, actually about Odysseus. Like he's that first Sigma in history. Let's call him fictional character. You, like I said, when he arrived, when he killed eight hundred uh, men who were willing to marry Penelope, you know, and all of that. And he, in the Iliad, he has after uh, after the Achilles death. Yeah. Uh, this guy named Ajax. Uh, they have the argument about who will take the armor that Hephaestus made for Achilles, you know. And uh, Odyssey was Odysseus was so so fucking hard on this that it made Ajax kill himself. And when Odysseus came to the underworld. To the uh, to to speak with the dead, uh, he he met Hercules, he met Achilles again, he uh, met uh, Tantalus, but of all of that heroes of uh, regular men, uh, there's one man who even in death didn't wanted to speak with him, Ajax, you know, and that that's that's just Sigma. Uh, yeah, remember when. Uh, in in that uh, pretty mediocre movie with the great action Troy, uh, remember when uh, I think Ajax is that guy that f- fights with Hector and Hector kills him. Uh, 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 no, no, but before when they, uh, uh, yeah, movie is pretty mediocre, so I I don't remember everything, but I think that it's established that Ajax fights Hector at the gates of Troy and. Uh, Basically, Hector fucks him up, kills him, and uh, that's it. So, a real shame because the guy was through and through through the Iliad. Uh, we need a better adaptation, definitely. Yeah, and basically, Odysseus in the uh, Odyssey is his punishment for the Iliad. You know, by the Zeus, he was so furious with his actions during the Iliad. But basically, what Odysseus got on on his way back home on yeah. the, all those islands. He met some beautiful women. Yeah, women. He had some fun. The great uh, fests, <laughs> let's call it. Also, yeah, he met the Cyclops, but he blinded them. <laughs> and he returned home, and he got everything back. So, what's the real message of this story? Because you know, if you look back at that. Uh, at that time, when the Greek gods were the equivalent of today, God, Christian or Muslim. Uh, because, you know, he was defying the gods all this time. And guess what? He wasn't uh, tortured. Yes, he was tortured for 10 years during the journey. But he got his reward at the end. Yeah. Huh? Uh, I think uh, Odyssey... Odysseus in his journey. I think it's just a, I think it's a representation of of struggle and uh, trying to break man's spirit and what 
what will keep that spirit from breaking? Uh, that ideal that he held all those years. And, and I always think it's important to have goals and ideals because person uh, like that Hamilton quote, uh, what was it like a uh, person who doesn't believe uh, in nothing will fall for everything uh, or something like that. Uh, yeah. Definitely. But uh, uh, he held on uh, and his morale was tested uh even broken in some uh, some sense you could say he broke some of his ideals but in the end he didn't gave up got up and continued on that journey uh carried by that uh, voice in his head uh that's a man's journey in my opinion yeah and there's this message in my opinion you can defy you can defy anyone your family your your god whoever he is you 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 must fight for the, your ideals. Yeah. And there's the message, you know, defying the odds. And when the time is tough, even if you are the king, if even if you are descended of the gods, the honor is first to die. You know, it's all in courage. It's all about fulfilling your duty. It's all about reaching that ideal, reaching home, going back in the Odysseus case, going back to Penelope and Telemachus and kill all her suitors. That's the message. Uh, you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. You heard the message or, uh, you know, the work of art. Uh, you can you can see it the other way than we do. And uh, I advise you, if you haven't read, definitely read the Iliad. Don't watch the Troy movie sucks uh, and read the uh, odyssey as well so that's it be safe we stay genuine uncensored and unscripted and we always will as we have to order our usual share us and subscribe us and stay tuned until the next wednesday Iguzo!